When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to Performance Anxiety on the Pantheon Podcast Network, and I am your host, Mark. And I said it in the past, but it bears repeating. I love doing this podcast for episodes just like this one. Mercury from the band Priest joins me to talk about their new release, Body Machine. Now, electronic music is not my area of expertise, but I had a lot of fun checking these guys out. Mercury talks about growing up with musical parents and starting his musical career in pop music. He joined his first band as a bassist because his mom had a bass in the house. He didn't tell the band that he didn't know how to play. Mercury is really candid about his time as water in the band Ghost and his dismissal from the band. He had already started working on the project that would become Priest, so that became his focus. And with so many visual aspects to the band, it became a full-time thing very quickly. In the time this band has been in existence, it has gone through a lot of big changes. But things have settled down enough to release a new album called Body Machine. Mercury discusses the concept of Body Machine being part one of a trilogy that's almost completely written and recorded already. They are touring and they're working on getting to the US, but apparently it's not easy to get a visa when you wear masks and use aliases. So check out the band's website, priestnexus.com, to get their socials, buy the albums, and get tour dates. Follow us at Performance ANX. And you can help us out with merch at performanceanx.threadless.com or by just buying us a cup of coffee at ko-fi.com slash performanceanxiety. Now get ready to get some electronic religion with Mercury of Priest on Performance Anxiety on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Did you want me to say something uh, for, the, for the end of the... Yeah. Okay. Performance Anxiety. That's the... Yeah, okay. All right. Uh... Then I'm, I'm, I'm going to shoot. All right. Uh, hello, you're listening to Performance Anxiety. And I'm Mercury from the band Priest. You can listen to our new album, Body Machine, on every platform. It's out now. Go check it out. Check out priestnexus.com to find all the things you want to see about Priest. Okay, that, well, that's grammatically correct. I don't know. You can only do the website. I do as you like with with the material, but uh, yeah, make, make me look, make me look cool. We've been on tour for a week now. We play every day, so we have. Uh, oh wow! We do a th- thirteen day run, uh, oh, like nice. one show a day. Uh, oh then wow! One day off, to do thirteen more. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that sounds yeah, pretty grueling. Yeah, but it's what that's what you're here for, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, that's that's why your job. Right? Can't have a gig, gig day, you know. Exactly. <laughs> well, man, thank you so much for doing this. This is this is going to be awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Thank you for having me. You know? uh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Completely. Uh, I like to find out how you got into music in the first place to maybe understand a little bit more about where you're at now. 
So the first thing I always ask, and, and I'm actually constantly fascinated by is how my guests get into music in the first place. Was, was there a lot of music growing up for you or was it something that you discovered on your own? How did, how did you really get into music in the first place? I'm brought up in a musical family, so we had always instruments at home. Um, both my mom and dad played in bands. Oh, cool. Uh, so that's how they met. What, what kind of music uh, were they playing? I think it was some kind of, you know, 70s uh, fusion for my dad. Oh, wow. Uh, my mom, I think my mom was in like some kind of reggae band. Oh, But wow. it wasn't reggae. I think it was some, some prog thing going on, you know, in, in, in the Stockholm area oh. at the time, you know. <laughs> That's <Really> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but... But then, so, so I'm brought up with a lot of funk and fusion and reggae and stuff. But okay. when I started to listen to music myself, it was mostly the, the you know, British, uh, you know, the, the techno, uh, ambient stuff and drum and bass. Oh, wow. So back like Prodigy, Underworld, Chemical Brothers, you know, Ronnie Size and stuff. That was the, but I started play bass myself when I was 14 because one band's bass player dropped off and uh, they needed a new one. And I know my mom had a bass at home, so I said, okay, I'm showing up for a <laughs> rehearsal with a bass. I didn't actually know exactly how to play, but I eventually learned. Yeah. <laughs> I can play. I'll, I'll, don't worry, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up as we go. Don't worry. We good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was bass the first instrument that you learned how to play, or was there something before that? Uh, no, I, I played clarinet though when I was a kid uh, for a couple of years. So oh, <laughs> clarinet. Okay. Uh, so I learned how to read, you know, notes and you know stuff. Makes when it a little easier, so, then, I guess. Yeah, it's a nice instrument. I've been thinking of picking it up again <laughs> at some point. We'll <laughs> Added into the priest sound. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? exactly. I mean, you guys, you guys are pretty experimental. It's a nice sounding instrument, actually. I love the sound of it, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool. So what was the music scene like when you were growing up? Was there a lot of places to play? And what, what kind of bands were you playing in as you were, before you went professional? Mostly. Yeah, before, you know, it was pop bands, guitar-based pop music, indie pop like it was in the 90s, you know, it's, all, it's, it's a huge with, you know, a little more mellow indie pop, like cardigans and stuff. Oh, yeah. So that that was the band I was joining first was like with a female singer, like singer songwriter. And we just backed her up, you know. Okay. And uh, then I continued with some playing some pop bands, actually, on the demo, small bands, but also jumped into in some metal bands in lean shopping so i, I played uh, bass in a couple of metal and one hardcore band as well so oh, uh, wow. we, uh, I, I did tried many different genres there so yeah it sounds like it yeah so, so that's that was uh, and then we've i also fiddled around with a little equipment my dad had a an Atari 1040 at home with sound mod modules and synthesizers. So I, I also programmed when I was younger so on Cubase and stuff. So I learned how to use MIDI and, you know, stuff okay. like that as well. 
So bass, clarinet, and MIDI. That's that, MIDI. <laughs> that's quite the combination. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you have more than eight tracks going at the same time, it was starting to lag. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you ended up playing with the band Ghost. Was that your first recording experience with them, or were you another recording professional band? When did, I guess... The question really is, when did you decide that you wanted to be a musician professionally? I wanted to do that very early. Uh, I remember going to festivals and gigs and stuff and just see the stage and everything on it. And uh, I just thought, I'm not supposed to be in the audience. <laughs> I should be on stage. Yeah, uh, basically. And uh, now I'm just following up on that dream but it's 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 not like you just go professional you know like overnight so right. you have to work it and for me it's taken a lot of time you know to to get into a position where i eventually probably can call myself a professional musician but but it's been a long ride so uh, it, it's been a de- long development over yeah. a bunch of years so that's uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors Hey guys, I've got some great news. Performance Anxiety and Pantheon Podcasts are giving away an exclusive VIP experience to see Nick Mason's Saucer Full of Secrets. So head to pantheonpodcast.com slash Nick Mason to enter. Find the link in the show description or head over to our Twitter, Facebook, or Nick Mason's Facebook page for the link to enter to win. Head over to pantheonpodcast.com backslash Nick Mason to enter. Find the link in the show description or head over to our Twitter, Facebook, or Nick Mason's Facebook page for the link to enter to win front row seat upgrades, a very special commemorative guitar pick shaped necklace carved down from a drum cymbal played by Nick Mason himself. You also get a selection of curated exclusive VIP merchandise, including a VIP laminate and lanyard, crowd-free shopping at a dedicated merchandise stand before the show, and on-site perks such as priority check-in, VIP express lane into the venue for ease of entry and a dedicated customer service line. Nick will be playing in my area at the Lincoln theater in DC on September 27th. And I'd love to meet up with a DC winner at the show. So enter now at pantheonpodcast.com backslash Nick Mason. Winners will be notified via email one week prior to the event. So enter now. This podcast is sponsored by better help without a healthy mind. Being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with the stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Try doing that in person. So join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to Performance Anxiety listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at 
betterhelp.com slash performance anxiety. That's betterhelp.com slash performance anxiety. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. But according to Ghost, my only recording there is actually a live recording of a song called Secular Haze, which is on the If You Have Ghost EP released in, I think, 2014, maybe. recording i mean i was a live bass player for almost two years that's ghost. Oh, that that's the other question that i had uh with ghost i mean because i am only vaguely familiar with the band it's it, they're not a, a band that i've gotten really into yet <clears throat> yeah so much stuff to listen to when you're recording podcasts so i was i wanted to ask it if the, the touring live band is completely separate from what happens in the studio uh, yeah, definitely. But Ghost, in Ghost's case, it was actually a click track and, you know, back tracks. So and you had in-ear system. So it's fairly, you know, it's a live situation, but you used, uh, you know, technology to yeah. get everything in order. It can be a little similar to, to studio recordings. But the... Uh... The personnel but that you are, can't, re- can, you, you can't uh, do a retake, right? <laughs> but the the personnel that are playing live, they're not in the studio recording, uh, or are, or are some of them? Some stuff are are recorded in studio, like okay. the backtracks are studio recordings, of course. So uh, okay, used also on the record mostly. So there are studio recordings in the live set. Okay, it was for Ghost. We have it as well. We um, priest record. We we have some backtracks. That's the studio recordings. Okay. But it's not the mastered ones. We have the, the only the mixed ones, so that the sound engineer in, uh, on the venue or the front of house can can do the compressing and you know stuff with the with the mixing table. Make it sound so, good for the venue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make it more like options for the sound but also some venues need maybe a more compressed sound so yeah it's uh, yeah and every place is different up. yeah so how did uh, you meet tobias in the first place via go uh, no they had a band before that called subvision uh, okay. in lin shopping it, it was basically ghost but it was another it was a pop band actually so oh, really? <laughs> yeah check them out subvision okay uh, and it, all the members are pretty much the same that, as the members in Ghost. It was only a different drummer and a, a different bass player, I think. Oh, I don't remember. But no, then my dad played with them. Subvision were supporting my dad's band at the time. Okay. And I, wow. I filmed that concert. I was there to film the concert with my, my camera and 
then I met all the guys, but I, I knew um, since the other guys in Ghost, we went to the same, you know, school and stuff. So. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I knew, knew the most of them already, you know. So. Oh, that's awesome. I, yeah, I didn't realize that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and when I joined, it was like I didn't live in Lynn Shopping at the time. So the, the bass player before me, he choose to quit because of the personal reasons, uh, yeah. you know, uh, obligations, you know. So uh, I practically just was the next guy to call because I was a bass player and I was from Lean Shopping and I already knew the guys. So it was pretty natural thing to do. <laughs> That's so it was fantastic. So I was super, super proud and I thought it was a really cool ride, you know. So you would buy uh, the name Water. Yeah, this. was that exactly. something that you guys got to choose? Because I think there's several like, elemental names. Was that something that, that? No, it was it was already made up ah. that, that that these were the five symbols okay. available. It was uh, the four, you know, elements, and then the symbol of ether available. But ah. everybody was carefully chosen by the instrument, actually. So oh. drums were earth and bass water and keys and organ air of course because organ is an air instrument okay yeah and uh, fire lead guitar and ether uh, rhythm guitar so that's oh. that was okay oh that's that's really wild so yeah i've seen i haven't seen ghost live and i've seen a couple live clips prepping for this it the the performances look very orchestrated and complex was that i i don't know which performance you've seen but when i was in the band it was we, we had cloaks mm -hmm. and some kind of black bauta masks like venetian masquerade masks oh yeah yeah looked very very cool yeah uh, and it was the the second incarnation of, of papa emeritus the, the singer uh, and I, when i played in the band at that time i thought it was the coolest band in the world not because of the music but because of the aesthetics but now i think it's a joke yeah <laughs> so I, don't know, I don't know which performances you've seen but if you've seen a later one i think it's a, just a big joke but at the time, I thought I thought it was uh, the coolest band in the world. Right. Yeah, and I mean, and that's one of the, the the interesting things about Ghost that I think maybe you've brought into Priest is that it's not just the music; it's the whole image. Yeah, I didn't want the party to stop. Stop, you know. So right. I just, <laughs> uh, I just continued it. <laughs> no, but uh, it was a pretty abrupt ending for me. So is that okay? I just, uh, yeah. yeah, I have a question about that because. I, if I was hearing right, you were you were fired from Ghost, but what it, it turned out it may have actually just been a technical glitch that was it causing was, the issue. Uh, according to the other members that were there at the production uh, rehearsals, like a couple of months after my departure, because one of the reasons I got that for me to get fired, it was like, oh, you stopped playing. And I said, what? I, I don't stop playing yeah so I, I didn't actually know why that was brought up but when i heard what the, the glitch in the backline equipment that made the in-ear system uh, like the bass channel were glitching in in the in-ear system but it was still uh, going out to the I house right 
why why you heard that something was wrong, but to uh, you know why not try to look at the technical stuff instead of just oh you stop playing. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> uh, so that was a bit at the time uh, you know a bit frustrating, but yeah. you know you move on, you know. Exactly, exactly. You move on, and was priest your immediate next project or was there something in between ghost and priest uh yeah i, I actually had some songs in swedish that i recorded i didn't release uh -oh. everything you know I, i just released released something on my soundcloud personally and didn't make a fuss about it i just had some songs that i wanted wanted to record first okay but after that i we had the idea for priest already back in 2012 we, we already made it like a demo Oh, for cool. our first single, The Pit, uh, already back in 2012, but it wasn't finished in any way. So th then it was time to dust that project off and, you know, uh, with a new Im imagery and the visual designs of the band. So we, it was a couple of, you know, almost a year of preparing the project or Priest and then starting okay. the recordings along with Simon from Ghost, who also produced the first Ghost album, Opus Eponymous. Yes. So uh, we, we started to record with him when he was off tour. So not so often we had some recording sessions like back in 2015, 2016. Okay. And then we finished up the first Priest album when uh, early 2017. Okay. So that's, uh, it was a little, it was, it's a long process, but I think if you're gonna launch a project like Priest or, or Ghost, you have to have a long preparing, uh, you know, l longer preparing time because everything has to look right from the beginning. You, you, you don't get a second chance, you know, you, 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 you gotta have the masks on point, everything. Because yeah. you can so easily be a laughing subject. Yeah. Know? So, like I think that the new ghost masks are ridiculous, you know. So, but, uh, but so I don't know. <laughs> but have a long, longer time on you to prepare, and you know, it's nice. You feel more safe when you launch it. Of course, you're lying down with you know in fetus position. Like, what the hell am I doing? Before <laughs> release date, but, but you know, yeah. It's a fun process. It's, it's it's rewarding on many levels, you know, to have uh, the visual stuff. You, you're doing the visuals. You can do videos. You can do music. You're recording music. You have the live show. So it's uh, basically a like a mash up of all the my personal interests, and I can get them all in one project. So I I think it's very rewarding. Did it take a long time to come up with the visual aspect of Priest? Were there a lot of different changes that you made before you settled on? on what you have now yeah yeah for sure and uh, but all the, the previous before we came up with the concept of using like leather masks mm -hmm. and game yeah. <laughs> masks it was uh, like uh, just a brainstorming process that went over like six months almost to a year and wow there were all the ideas of using like you know masks from you know street fighter 2 uh, oh. <laughs> you know, but the most ridiculous ideas you know came up but when i was i, I was like in a state of I, i was desperate i needed to find a visual concept that wasn't too alike you know and yeah. that, that you could believe in and then i started to go into you know to a little more you know leather masks and you know, <laughs> yeah And you wanted to find one that... I then found the style, and, and then you mix it with proper costumes. We had, like, just 
suits at the time, regular. And that's a little bit like David Lynch, you know, eraser head, you know, you have a proper suit, but then a monster head. And that, <laughs> that contrast can be, uh, I thought it was very appealing. So we, we went for that. Then we added the other details after, you know. Salt is also, yep. so Salt was, was playing with Ghost and he, he came over to play in Priest. After you were fired from Ghost, did, did Salt come immediately or was, was he still playing with Ghost for a while while you were developing everything? Uh, no, I, I was fired early 2015 and the other guys continued to play until late 2016. Okay. So, so a little bit longer, but not... Priest were already active with other members. Oh, okay. At the same time. Okay. So, but, but no, so Salt, the new Salt were joining Priest in 2019, actually. Okay, um, so after the first album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he was playing on one track, on a couple of tracks on the first album as Ergul. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. And Ergul is also like a recording artist that you can find on Spotify. So he, he got his own project as well. So. Oh, okay. I love that name too. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, cool. Check it out. <laughs> things that going back to the, the visual aspects i think one of the things that i really like is the fact that you use the masks you know because there's anonymity with it and today we live in a day and age where you know everything is searchable on google you can find out everything wow. you want i mean people with social media yeah. people post what they had for breakfast but you know you you have this anonymity with the masks and i i think i find that incredibly fascinating with a, a fascinating part of the band. Yeah, I think uh, it's a, it's it's nice to to hide. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and to go on stage, I think, and prepare to just. Uh, it's very easy to climb, uh, just go into your stage persona instead of like preparing mentally. You just put on the mask and you're there directly without uh, further preparation so i think it's it's nice then of course everybody can do the, the, the detective work like just google and you can find out who's behind the masks of course but yeah we are we are not gonna do this spoil it for those who actually maybe want the mystery to to be there so yeah. so from our channels we're, we're never gonna reveal who we are but oh that's wonderful uh, but if you really want to know just go out on on reddit or whatever so then you can find it course yeah but it it to me it, it kind of reminds me of growing up because i i'm 49 so i i grew up listening to music where all you had were the liner notes on the album and maybe a magazine or two and so yeah you didn't really know a whole lot about the people that were playing the music that you loved and it's, so it kind of reminds me of going back to that time so that's something that really appeals to me 
Thank you. And uh, yeah, I think it should be about the music and what you create. So exactly, this is the way of you know, you know just not. It's not about me. I don't care. I don't. I don't want to be you know recognized. <laughs> would be an actual nightmare to go out and people recognize you. Not that we're that big, you know. <laughs> uh, well, but still, the, the thought of it is like uh, uh, that's not what I'm. Why we do this? You know. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about socks for a second. Why not? It's a music podcast. But I tried a pair of socks from Boldfoot and loved them. I've only worn them once because my kids have stolen them. So in my household, that's the best endorsement I can give. And I guess it's fitting because the design I chose was Jailbait. Wait, Jailbird. The design I chose was Jailbird. I might keep that in. The socks are 100% American made and 5% of all proceeds go to veteran charities. It makes sense seeing that Boldfoot is a family and veteran owned company. They have a huge variety of styles. So check out boldfoot.com and buy some of the best socks you've ever slapped on your feet and help veterans while you're at it. That's boldfoot.com. See, with Priest, you took the name Mercury. Is Is there significance to the name or is it just something you liked? Yeah, I, I compare myself to Freddie Mercury. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's actually a fun story. It's actually a fun story because I was, after Ghost, I was rehearsing with a, a band in Lynn Shopping called The Spagurics, and a, a very small band. Okay. And that, that name is based on old alchemy. So I just actually found a book uh, about alchemy and it's called spagurics and then i just opened up the page and then i saw the, co- uh, the connection to the four elements that were used in ghost oh. they were directly connected to the tria prima the mercury salt and sulfur like so it's wow. uh, directly connected with this and i thought no because i didn't know what to call the characters in, in priest at the time so i just this was a sign from above, I, uh, and I, I thought I would be so stupid not to use it. But I had uh, an issue with like, hmm, or am I really gonna get away with this? <laughs> but but uh, and then I thought, but we are connected. We are we are from the same town. We're basically the same people in the, you know. So then, uh, if somebody got to do it it would be me at the the time so i just went for it and here we are (laughs) how did you decide on the name priest for the for the band project i don't know that was you know (laughs) i woke up in berlin you know 2011 you know we're out clubbing you know living a really not very healthy uh rock and roll life out in Berghain, you know, techno clubs and stuff. Right. Uh, I just woke up with uh, that priest just in my head, you know. I don't know why. That, that was just there. And oh, that's great. It should be electronic, an electronic band, you know, like yeah. dark. But I didn't know. That was only, I just woke up. It was there. I, I didn't come up with it. It was just something... And uh, yeah, so I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go for it, you know. Yeah, you know, if it just comes to you, that 
yeah. you know, there's a reason sometimes. The first album, sure. the, the first album, New Flesh. So that's a com- basically a completely different band. Yep. Did you tour a lot to support that album? Uh, touring, we had a some kind of tour, but it was mostly one of dates over uh, okay. span of a year. So we were actually touring Europe pretty heavily. Like we were in Italy, Hungary, oh, cool. played some festivals, the Amphi Festival, and you know we had some dates in a row, mostly Germany and uh, yeah, Poland. Yeah, yes, we were we were around supporting that album, not as heavily as you want to, you know. But right. we did our best at the time. We didn't have a you know booking agency and anything at the time, so we, oh, we wow. had some friends that helped us out, and you know the, the, we did most of the stuff ourselves. So, wow! Uh, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so it's a lot of hard work just to get out in those gigs. Uh, I, I, and but we we were determined that we we're going to do it so we did okay so i was listening to that album and i really really like uh history in black my legacy in black looking into my eyes see the things i despise my soul is tainted black Virus is is a great song. Speaking of virus, the follow up Cyberhead that came out in yep. 2020. So was that yep. done before the pandemic hit, or was that something that was going? Because I know Sweden had a, a very different approach than a lot of other places with with the pandemic, and so I was yeah. wondering if that affected you guys at all making that. Uh, album. It affected us, uh, of course. Uh, you couldn't uh, for some amounts of time we couldn't go out late um, but to be honest in Sweden I, I didn't uh, think about it so much it was okay. you know you had your face mask with you and yeah on, on when you were on trains and stuff of course and you know but it wasn't that uh, yeah it, it, it was like an omnipresent factor in the album yeah exactly but it was for me personally i i, I didn't suffer a lot from it but I, okay my thoughts of course goes to all the people that you know uh, suffered a lot from it you know? oh yeah and, yeah uh, yeah me personally it was a big big deal actually yeah so, but, yeah friends that got affected pretty heavily so I'm yeah sorry for that with cyberhead is the first album with the current lineup with Salt and Sulfur. Yeah. How did Sulfur get involved? Where did you know Sulfur from? Current Sulfur is uh, it's a really good musician that's been touring with other bands, but okay. I'm not going to out his name. But, uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He's a multi-talented uh, guy that's been with us for uh, since 2019. And uh, yeah, he's just a really great musician and we're going to implement him in, in recording sessions a lot more in the future as well. Oh, so we, we're looking into building a studio, a new, a new studio very soon. So 
to so we have to get the right equipment from the start uh, yeah. you know to get, get it all rolling so, so it's going to be a fun ride but a lot of work but it's going to be really fun to actually have your own place to go and record uh, and not having to share a studio with you know other people and try to schedule time and yeah Exactly. And, so, and you, it, it, most stuff is like, uh, then you have to go to a place, you have to rig everything up. Yeah. And then rig it down, take it down after you're done. And, you know, and a lot of creativity goes, you know, lost <laughs> in, the, in that process. So I'm sure. you just have everything, everything set up. Or, so you just go in and just start. Yeah, you don't have to go. worry about anything. Exactly. So exactly. Um, with Cyberhead, that was really your first for X aside from one track on, on new flesh. That was the first time you were really the lead vocalist yeah. was, was singing yeah. something that you'd done in the past or was this something that was brand new to you? Uh, uh, only in demo bands, you know, small mm -hmm. bands have been done a bit of singing and sang in a band called vision talk, a synth, ba synth pop band. Okay. on this level of course so that was a big challenge for me and yeah uh, was that it was uh, the, the singer before me was choose himself to quit and we had tours booked and everything so oh, wow. uh, we really tried to find a, another singer than me first because you know but we with that short notice and you know nobody could like take time off and you know for very little money you know <laughs> so yeah. and I, I i thought okay i'm already writing the songs and i know the words so i give it a try and we we wow. did it like that and i thought it was like okay this if i wouldn't then that would probably be the end of priest you know so i just took a shot in the dark you know wow. <laughs> but now we're here so, and now today i'm proud but i i can assure you that it was not uh, <laughs> My goal to to be to be the lead singer, definitely <laughs> not. But now I'm getting very comfortable, and I think uh, I've learned a lot. I took a lot of lessons, and now I think uh, I have a much richer voice, which I still uh, uh, developing. I develop it, developing it all the time. And right. now I really think it's uh, I have a good instrument to to rely on here. So. Uh, but Cyberhead was, you know, first uh, step out in that direction, and uh, I'm proud of that album. I can understand that some people who love New Flesh can have issues with some of the songs on, on Cyberhead, but it was meant as a mellow album, you know, a okay. sit-down listening experience more than a, like a club. Because now with uh. the new album, Body Machine, we... It's a return to the dance floor, like clubs, you know. So yeah, we, we, we have a pop album basically with Cyberhead, and I think we, we succeeded in making a really beautiful album. And I think in yeah, in a sure. couple of years, 
when everything, you know, settles down. And, you know, then I think more and people will maybe come back to that album and realize that it's uh, actually a well, super well-crafted album with a lot of great songs on it. So oh, yeah. I'm very proud of it. Uh, yeah, I think you should be because I love I Believe in You and Time Traveler. Those are my two favorites off the album. Those are just yeah, really I think time, time Traveler is my my favorite. It's one of the songs I'm most proud of ever, that I've written. You know, so. When the Uh, yeah. I'm very proud of that one. Oh man, it, it's a great song. It's it's my favorite. And that, like I said, that and I believe in you are my two favorites off the album. But and you did mention the new album, Body Machine. It, I can hear the the difference. It's like each album is a progression. It's I mean, Body Machine definitely sounds like Priest, but it sounds kind of fuller, deeper. So yeah. there, there's a, there's more to it. It's it's a widescreen yes. Technicolor version. Yes. Uh, of course, yeah, and I think we expanded some. We had better equipment, of course, and then we uh, we went for a heavier mixing. Okay. We used one of the best, yeah, a really great mixer, uh, mixing engineer. But for this one, we mixed more or less ourselves. Simon uh, mixing, of course, Simon Soderberg, the producer, were doing the mixing, but I was there most of the time to, like, so we, we, we went for a more heavy okay. approach on, on Body Machine, which I think we're going to continue. We're going to we plan a trilogy. So we have Body Machine 2 already recorded, actually. So <laughs> wow. it's, gonna, it's almost ready for mix. And then after that, we have uh, we, we basically recorded half of the songs for Body Machine 3 as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's crazy. We had a lot of time on our hands, of course, so we, yeah. we, we made made use of it. So, if it's a trilogy, what is the theme behind? Each, is there a theme behind each album separately, and then an overarching? Uh... Uh, it's, it's basically we we try to paint a canvas uh, of a dystopian future. It's, okay. We're doing cyberpunk. We're not we're not trying to hide that. It's it's pure nostalgic cyberpunk which we grew up with and loved yeah. uh, so we, we just want to relive the thing we love the most maybe. oh yeah so uh, and this is like short little snippet every song is a short little snippet in the in the big picture that we trying to to do so everything goes uh, to the same theme about yeah you know future living with you know, learn to live with technology, the AI, artificial intelligence, uh, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Will the visuals change with each album? The masks and the the. Um, we, we're smart here, so we're doing a trilogy <laughs> just not to have to <laughs> spend a lot of time changing the masks because it's it's a hell of a process. Uh, I can imagine the new masks we have for, for Body Machine. It almost took a lot of same amount of time and energy 
as to record the album. So oh, wow. uh, we, we don't have that uh, time because uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long process. You have to design it. You have to agree on the design. Then somebody has to manufacture it. You have to mold your face, you know, everything wow. and then get everything right. And if just a tiny detail is wrong on the mask, it looks ridiculous. So you have to be very, you know, meticulous with the, how everything is made. So and now we do it truthfully and it's going to be more worn down for each album. And maybe we're going to look really trashy on Body Machine 3. But <laughs> after that, after that, we have... Of course, another album in the making, of course. Of course, so, why not? That's going to be a more slicker, futuristic, almost maybe Tron-like design. Oh, wow. Uh, so we're going to get more trashy for every Body Machine album, but after that, we, 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 we're going to slim up the, the our, everything so it looks more pure cyberpunk. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that is awesome. So, so you, you did mention that the retro sound that you guys have and each each album the first album specifically has a very retro sound but each album definitely yeah. sounds a little different and what i like about yeah. body machine is the retro sounds but then there's definitely some new elements to it like this like this on crystalline lace that's creepy yeah, yeah. i love it yeah creepy written to a student movie oh wow I did. Uh, so I, I did a soundtrack for a tiny tiny movie uh, and crystalline lace melody was in that and it was like a horror movie so uh, we just dusted that little tune off and redid it as a priest song because I thought that, that melody deserved something more than just a never be heard in a tiny movie so uh <laughs> so we, we rewrote it and i put lyrics on it and then we put on the you know the, the goblin you know the, yeah. uh, you know the band goblin they yes. did soundtracks for like yeah of course so yeah so we added that touch and i think we, i think we actually succeeded with making it creepy because that's also yeah. like a thin line of Sounding either ridiculous or or you <laughs> exactly. with it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I, I think you guys succeeded. Definitely not ridiculous. Thank you. So Thank the, you. they're worth more. Speaking of movies, the first signal uh, the first single, a signal in the noise, is in a Mel Gibson movie. That's some pretty yeah. good exposure. Yeah, 
yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's uh, it's a movie called Hot Seat with Mel Gibson. Okay. And it's a cyber thriller with you know bomb squads and hackers and stuff. I haven't been able to see it yet because it doesn't stream in Sweden oh. right now. And now we're on tour, so I'm first thing I'm gonna do when I come home is to sit down and actually watch it. <laughs> but it's uh, we're very proud of that to be in that movie and you know it's fantastic you know it's gonna have to pinch my arm then to believe it's true you know anything mel gibson is gonna be pretty big so that that's fantastic congratulations on yeah, that thanks to everyone and we we sat down and uh, not with mel gibson but with the record label and then we thought this is a really good match because it also goes along with our thematics in the band you know it's basically what we're about as well with the cyber uh, old school computer hacking stuff so it's uh, yeah. right up our, our alley so yeah super proud about that you know and so you mentioned the label you got it on Cleopatra which is another big deal yeah yeah fantastic people and yeah. fantastic label and I think we got a perfect match it's the one of the biggest indie labels you can say so uh, for sure they don't they're not into control your music or whatever you, you you're completely free and uh, you can do what what you want but they have a really good you know they support you really well and you know it's, it's a fantastic deal so big yeah uh, thank you brian and other guys at cleopatra it's uh it's a <laughs> working. Yeah. and you've released you know several singles off the album there's also techno girl and blacklisted <laughs> solid stuff that's really great it's a great album thank you very much uh yeah very proud of those uh, singles and also uh, it's a fun it should be a fun ride with an album and oh yeah try, try to make the songs a bit different from each other so that we're not just uh, uh repeating ourselves all the time but yeah we try to find a a, a sound but also keep the songs pretty different so oh yeah yeah are you involved in the making the videos for the out for the songs as well nightcrawler i just i watched that the other day that is so cool yeah thank you uh that's directed by claudio marino a good friend and but i did the video for uh, a signal in the, the noise another awesome so, video oh thank you so when i can i, I want to direct more stuff because i i love to do that and i'm a big movie nerd as well so i'm uh, i have a dream of directing maybe a feature-length movie at some point but oh, awesome. right now videos will do yeah <laughs> and if i have the time i will try to direct more well i think you should because the uh, the I, the concepts are great and the execution is, is phenomenal so thanks now are you guys planning on on 
touring to support the album uh, outside of Europe? Are you coming to the uh, U.S. at all? Yeah, we, we're working on the papers, but since we are masked and don't use our legal names, it's a big issue with filing for the visas. Ah. So we have to find like evidence, like that <laughs> we are who we are. <laughs> it's really... Wow. Uh, so we're in the middle of that process. So we, we hope we can get everything in order and come over. But I don't really, you know, we have a planned tour for, for October. Uh, but we have the last couple of papers that we can get now. So we're going to send them in probably later today and hope for the best oh. so we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can and we hopefully we will be over soon we it's been too long you know it's a big it, the uh the most of our fans is in the u.s you know so oh, that's awesome. over, you know? new york is on them for sure and it's we have some other dates we have actually planning for several u.s tours one this fall and one on the spring and one next fall so oh, awesome. we're definitely gonna do the east coast and the west coast uh, oh. and and the, stuff, the places in between as well so. <laughs> that's i'm outside of washington dc so any place that's okay. in that area i'm i'll be there and when the band plays live is it just the three of you guys or do you augment with with additional players we are three people, but sometimes we bring a fourth guy as well that do okay. more like visual stuff. Oh, cool. So, and also, you know, it's uh, when you have masks, it's like, yeah, you can, you can be a little, you know, you can uh, experiment with that. But we are, we are three core members that are the band, but then we sometimes have to bring other people in, you know, for, we, yeah. try to expand the, the show, you know. I can imagine how complex the music can be. And, and like we said earlier, you know, the visual aspect is an important part of the band and the project. So I imagine the, there's gotta be a whole lot of visual aspects to the live performances. Yeah. In the future, when we have better resources as well, better budgets, then we of course going to expand on the visuals, like lasers, maybe more LED oh. screens, but right now we don't have that money and uh, you know yeah traveling with that gear is like <laughs> we gotta have a big truck you know? yeah but so uh, so uh, but in the future there are definitely plans of expanding the, the live show when we can we use visuals where can people find the album and how can they listen to it and buy it and support you guys so you can get all that awesome lighting equipment you can find it on the, the platform digital platform of choice is called body machine you can also go and visit airgool.com or cleopatra records to buy your hard copy of the album oh cool check out our website uh, priestnexus.com for uh, uh, you know tour dates and also all the links to all our accounts are there you know to facebook on facebook we are priest official and uh, yeah all all info is on priestnexus.com that's the easiest way to find your social media presence and i'll just go there and click away definitely awesome yeah well mercury thank you so much this has been awesome i really do appreciate all the time you've given me i know you got sound check oh, thank you mark thank you it's been a pleasure talking to you it's, it's time flies i was surprised myself like oh we're already <laughs> yeah <laughs> it yeah, means it was a really nice uh, chat 